Welcome back to another episode of the Executive Code Podcast. I'm joined here with Nicole, and she's got another question that she wants to get answered. So, Nicole, what have you got for us this week? Hi, Paul. So, in episode 28, you used the analogy of a submarine's periscope for how our mind should be, and briefly mentioned overthinking. So, why are some people overthinkers, and how can we stop ourselves from overthinking? First of all, okay, just, just for our listeners, if they're not familiar with um, the analogy that I was using in relation to the summary and that particular episode, but I would encourage you to go back and listen to that episode. The purpose of that, of the Periscope, was to explain how we need to maintain our focus and also about non-attachment. It's when we're attached to something, that's where we can't now actually start to cause difficulties. So what you want to do is you want to focus on what you want to get. So in the analogy, what it's describing was that whereby you're using the periscope to focus and look out for the ships that you want to be aware of. So that's the purpose of the periscope. And I'm using that as a metaphor to understand when it is that something that you want to achieve or bring into your life, it's maintaining that focus and it's that clear focus on what it is that you want to achieve. Most people get distracted not not a lot of different things that they're focused on. They think they're focused, but they're actually not. So when you think of a periscope, you can only see one thing. You're, you're literally looking through the lens to see the view that's above the water. And that level of focus is needed in order for you to bring about whatever it is that you want to bring about into your life. So the focus is one thing. And therefore, the next thing then is the non-attachment. So what I mean by that is, and what I explained in, in the metaphor was that when you're looking through a periscope and you're looking above water, what you're looking out for is if there's any ships coming away, meaning towards you or away from you or whatever it might be. So the, the ships might appear, but then again, they may not appear. But it's that expectation that they may appear. And I'm using that to explain or to play with how you become non-attached to whatever it is that you want to bring into your life. Because as soon as you start to be attached to something, now you're either going to repel it or you're going to cause other issues to show up in your life in order to, so you don't actually get what you do want. So what actually happens in answer to your question is that I just want to recap on, on what that metaphor actually meant. But what actually happens now for, for people is they what I call that they have shiny object syndrome. So what I mean by that is that they get distracted on the next best shiny object that they see in the periphery. So they're working on something, they think they're focused on one thing, but then something else shows up, whether it be in their inbox or they're browsing online or on social media, and all of a sudden it's the next shiny object object that they get attracted to. And therefore now they're going down a rabbit hole to try and research that, or maybe they hope and believe that that's going to bring them the next best win that they've been looking for. So people that are looking to try and grow their business or they want to become into financial wealthy and so on, they will be distracted by all the different shiny objects that show up in life in the hope that the next shiny object is going to deliver the result that they were expecting. So that's what causes a lot of people to, to get off focus. The other thing when, when it comes to overthinking is that fear. It's just literally, it's whatever they're afraid of. So they may be afraid of gaining something or they may be afraid of losing something. So Fear will create the scenario whereby we will start to overthink and overanalyze what we're doing. Now, this isn't anything to do with being a perfectionist. It's more around we want to, and the older we get, the more risk adverse we are. 
So therefore, the more fearful we become. So therefore, what actually happens, we start to overthink or overplan or overanalyze what it is that we're going to do. And therefore, now we're into that mode of overthinking and therefore we're not taking action. The next thing that also happens is that we have an inner desire to be in control. So when we will, we feel that we're out of control or we don't have sufficient control, we will start thinking about what needs to be done and analyzing what needs to be done. So that also now starts to cause that angst within an individual. And lastly, then it's about a lack of belief and a lack of trust. So sometimes we've got to take a leap of faith in life. Sometimes we've got to take that risk. And the more, and that's, it's not a case of you just become, you know, more open to taking risks. It's more around being objective in the risks that you're going to take and being open to taking a risk and taking that leap of faith in order to move you forward. Because if you're not taking action and you're not taking the steps going forward, well, then you're literally going to end up being stagnation and not moving. So that lack of belief and that lack of trust in your own self and also your abilities of what you can actually achieve will actually hold us back. So when you actually start to be able to address each one of those, well, then now you're, you're making much more progress very, very quickly. What you want to look at is what, so when I talk about focus, look at what it is that you want to achieve. A lot of people focus on, you know, maybe something that they want to bring into life, but you've got to change it slightly and your focus becomes what's the outcome of what you want to achieve. So let me explain that. People might say, well, I want to bring more money into my life. I want to bring more business into my life. I want more clients. I want more customers. I want more revenue into the business. That's what they're focused on. Now, that not alone brings up a whole lot of other stuff within, within themselves, meaning to do with their own belief system, their own unconscious beliefs, their own unconscious patterns and so on. So it brings up a whole load of different issues, which then prevents them from actually moving forward. What you want to have or what you want to more be concentrated on or more intentional on is focus on the outcome of what it is that you want to achieve. So what's the increased turnover going to bring? What's the increased number of clients going to bring? What's the increased number of customers going to bring? What's the outcome in effect of what it is that you want to bring about? Because when your intention and your focus is about the outcome, now it's a very different dynamic that actually plays out from an energetic perspective, but also from your mind focus perspective. So think about it in this way. So forgive us listeners for using aviation terms, but when it came to the Wright brothers, the Wright brothers were focused on the ability to fly. And they, they tried all different ways of how to actually bring about flight or what you could do in order to fly. But they were also not attached. If you read their story and you do the research, they weren't attached to literally the outcome. They were having fun in bringing it about. Their whole passion, their desire to, to see what could be possible was to fly. So they looked at it from, yes, were the moments of seriousness? Yeah, of course there were. But for them, it was about actually an element of fun and an element of what could be, what's the possibility. And if you break it all down, there's two things. One is it's focused on the outcome. It's not about focus on we got to build a plane. It's about the outcome of flying. And the second thing is of the non-attachment is the fun element. So when I'm talking to clients, it's all about letting go. And the more you let go of something and have fun with what it is that you're doing, 
Well, then now that brings a completely different dynamic and a completely different energy to what it is that you're doing. What also shows up for people is that they desire something too much. Now, whatever you desire, you're going to repel. So if you desire whatever it is that you want to bring into your life, you're actually going to repel what you want to bring into your life. The same goes from the opposite side. The more you resist, well, then the more what you're trying to resist is actually going to persist in your life. And the bottom line is the best way I can describe for people is you've got to keep your genius pendulum in equilibrium. So non-attachment is not about having a desire and it's not about trying to resist something. Now, the next question which shows up for a lot of people is, how do I know if I'm desiring something too much? Or what, what's that feeling like? And the best way I can describe it is that if you can imagine, if you connect with your, your heart energy, first of all, and understand your internal feelings and what it is that your heart is actually saying. If you're craving something and you feel that your life is empty or you feel that your life won't be complete without bringing what it is that you're trying to desire into your life, well, then now that's a desire and therefore you're going to repel what it is that you want into your life. As opposed to having it from the perspective of, well, yeah, it'd be great if it came into my life, but whether it did or it didn't, it's not going to make a blind bit of difference. That's non-attachment. And therefore now you're not bringing that energy into making it repel or resisting it. Okay. So it's, it's that is very subtle difference, but when, once you understand how it actually works and understand the difference of an internal feeling, well, then now you can now start to play with it and work with it as opposed to trying to repel it into your life because that's ultimately what you're trying to do when you're craving something to, to bring about into your life. There's a similar term in aviation to shiny object syndrome called shiny jet syndrome. I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's where a pilot is prioritizing flying a newer, more advanced airplane over other factors that make up the job, like pay benefits or time off uh, factors, which the longer you're in the job for, the more you appreciate and maybe realize that they're more important than, you know, flying the latest, newest, most advanced jet. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't heard of it, but I can see it in operation. Yeah. <laughs> very good. Very good. So what are some um, actionable steps that we can do to ensure that we're not, you know, desiring something too much, as you say, or maintaining our non-attachment to something we want, a goal that we're working towards? Okay. What comes to mind as you're asking the question is that, and I, I probably can't emphasize this enough, and I know I kind of said it, but maybe I'll, I'll just drill into a little bit more. Focus on the outcome of what it is that you want. And what I mean by that is that, so the, the outcome of what it is that you want is going to affect other people primarily, the vast majority in, in situations. So when you're focused on the impacts you're going to make with other people, well, then now that's going to activate a very, very different energy within yourself. And what do I mean by that? So what you want to do is you want to connect your head with your heart. Your primary energy force is your heart energy. So a lot of people will think and contemplate on what it is that they want to bring into their life, but they're only really actively consciously thinking about their, from a mind perspective of what they want to bring into life. 
And then they're wondering why it's not happening. So the more you connect your head to your heart and focus on what's the heart energy telling you. And ultimately, again, for people that are familiar with, with what I teach in relation to the executive code and so on, I talk about one of our overarching purposes of life is to love. So your heart energy is love. So when you connect with your heart and you understand what's that feeling inside, well, then now you can start to create, okay, what's the intention that you want around that heart energy? Now, if the intention is from love and your intention is, what's the difference I want to make for other people? What's the difference I want to make for my clients? Or who are the people that I want to connect with in order to make an impact or in order to make a difference for them? That's a heart energy and that's a love energy. And that's the most powerful energy that you can create within any human being. So from a practical step point of view is what you're asking is like, first of all, connect with your heart and then discern as regards, what is it that you want to bring about? So most people will say, well, I want more business. I want more clients. I want to develop my business. I want to develop my career and so on. But they're focused on all head stuff and therefore they're not activating the heart energy. When you focus on the outcome of what's the difference you want to make or what's the impact you want to make on other people, now that's a very, very, very different energy that you're activating and it's much more powerful energy that you're activating. That's literally the first step of where I would go, to be honest with you. Okay, so maybe that's, that's something that you can think about as you contemplate on what we've covered in this particular episode. And so what I'm saying to you is connect with your heart, find the outcome that you want to have bring about and focus on the outcome of what you want. And don't be attached. Absolutely do not be attached. <laughs> have non-attachment. Just let go and let it happen. Let it bring into your life in what it is that you want to make happen. So that's code actions that you want to have to, and that you can start to think about as you go throughout your day, throughout your week, throughout your month of what it is that you want to bring about. But until next time, I wish you every success.